we pray that you would help us to see Jesus more clearly as we look at these words. And we pray this in his name. Amen. Well, it was Christmas Eve in 1914 when one of the most unexpected moments in history took place. World War I was just a few months in, but already countless lives had been lost. Amid all this bloodshed comes the story of the Christmas truce of 1914. The sound of gunfire and exploding shells were replaced by Christmas carols, uh, sung in, in French and in English and in German. And by Christmas morning, soldiers had begun to emerge from the trenches and head into this area known as No Man's Land, with some hesitancy, no doubt. But thankfully, the singing continued, and there are journal entries and, and accounts that indicate uh, there were cigarettes, there were rations, uh, all sorts of things gifted between these enemies. And soccer balls emerged as the soldiers engaged in a different kind of battle. And for one day, there was peace, there was joy, and perhaps even hope. There was relief, there was goodwill, all because it was Christmas. What a surreal experience that must have been. Well, Christmas is, is minutes away, which also means 2022 is almost over. And I'm not sure what sort of a year it's been for you. Uh, I've spoken to a couple of people this week who have finished work, and I can kind of sense a huge feeling of, of relief in them. Uh, because Christmas, for many people, gives us a, a brief respite from the, the regular hustle and bustle of life. It's sort of like an emergence from the trenches. But like the great Christmas truce of World War I, it only seems to be a temporary relief. For some of us, it's, it's not even relief. We stop, but it's a harder time of year as we wrestle with the sadness of the things missing in our lives, loved ones who have passed away, meaningful relationships and connection with others, opportunities that we miss out on because of our circumstances. See, at Christmas, many of us long for a more permanent and, and lasting peace, for the brokenness to be restored. Uh, I imagine some of those soldiers would have longed for a similar thing. Now, as we look back at the first Christmas over 2,000 years ago, we see God has in fact given us something more permanent, something that gives us a lasting peace and, and hope and joy for this life and beyond. And that comes through the son that Mary will bear. Mary is about to have her world flipped upside down. We know that it was a wonderful thing that was about to happen as the saviour of the world was born. But there's no doubt it would have been a hard time for, for Mary in many ways. Any dreams of her perfect wedding were out the window. Her marriage almost ends before it begins. And as for this pregnancy, well, well good luck explaining that to anyone, uh, let alone your future husband. And there's no doubt she will face a lot of stigma for what's about to happen. Uh, imagine people's reaction as they work out that the child's arrival is, is a little bit sooner than it should be based on their wedding day. People wondering if, if there's some sort of unfaithfulness that's taken place. And we forget that, that Mary's actually quite young at this stage. Uh, women got married in their teenage years back then. So she would have had dreams like, like you and I did, uh, like you and I did when we were young, many years ago. Uh, and imagine how, how people would look at Jesus 
himself. Poor child, is Joseph really his dad? Whatever hopes Mary may have had for the future, things have changed. And I think what, what Mary goes through here is in some ways uh, very relatable because it's, it's thrust upon her without much warning. Uh, and that will be the, the experience of things that some of you have had this year. Things have happened that have completely caught you by surprise. Things that have changed the direction of your life. Maybe you're not heading where you once thought. And, and it takes a lot to work through those kind of things. Well, it's no surprise then that, that Mary is afraid and confused when this angel named Gabriel comes and tells her about what is about to take place. Her world is, is in disarray, and her question to the angel, how will this be, since I am a virgin? It's probably the first of, of many questions that she had that reflects her confusion. Now, in her own reasoning, she, she can't make sense of it. But I love the way that God reassures, reassures her through the angel Gabriel. Uh, look at what he says in verse 37. After explaining what will happen, he says these most important words that put in perspective uh, for Mary, that put things in perspective for Mary, and even for us this Christmas. He says, For nothing is impossible with God. See, much of what happens in this passage would have seemed impossible to Mary. An angel appearing and speaking, a virgin birth, the Holy Spirit coming on, on her of all people. In fact, she's giving birth to the Son of God, a king whose, whose kingdom will never end. See, many of these things would have seemed unthinkable to Mary, but it shouldn't come as a surprise that God coming into the world would be marked by so many incredible things, because this was the biggest thing to ever happen. The Son of God coming into the world as a baby. It only happens once in history. We celebrate uh, milestones, milestones in some pretty jaw-dropping ways. Uh, I heard recently of a, a gender reveal uh, featuring a helicopter uh, that dropped coloured smoke. I know there's a couple of people in our congregation, Jesse and Miriam, who are having a baby soon, so you still have time to raise the bar. Uh, now, people do all sorts of incredible things to, to mark milestones. Uh, should it be a surprise then that when the Son of God comes into the world, it would happen in such incredible circumstances? This is God showing us just how world-changing that that first Christmas would be. No wonder it's marked by so many unique things. It's God saying, pay attention. Pay attention to this child. Now Mary would have, have more questions and doubts, I'm sure, but, but sometimes we need to remember those words of the angel. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. Now let's, let's think on Mary's uh, next response for a moment, because she goes from this shock and fear and confusion to saying in, in verse 38, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. She somehow trusts God's plan for her, even though she probably still has a number of questions and mixed emotions. There will be great personal cost for her, because trusting God isn't easy to do. We live in a world that is suspicious of almost everyone, and, and particularly people who we don't know. And I think that's one reason why people in this world struggle to trust God. We're suspicious of Him when we don't really know Him. But as we celebrate Christmas, we get to know what God is really like. 
And if you're someone who's, who's ridden off God without getting to know him, then I encourage you to, to make an effort this Christmas. See what he is really like. The God of the universe uh, comes and, and makes himself nothing, becoming like one of us, dwelling among us, serving us, uh, and ultimately giving his life for us. God has a track record of being trustworthy. And over 2,000 years later, we still see that Mary's trust in him was worthwhile. We still see, uh, see and feel the impact of that first Christmas. We see people in this world who are at peace with God. We see lives transformed. We see men and women, boys and girls, turning from sin uh, and from wicked ways and turning to God in life. We see contentment in this life as, as people get to know the Lord Jesus. And people facing difficult things in this life with, with confidence in God uh, because they know about the eternal life that awaits them. On that first Christmas, God did what he had promised to do by sending this world its saviour. We look back at, at Jesus' birth and we see that, that God is indeed very trustworthy. And Mary shows us what trust looks like in verse 38. She says, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. And my challenge for you this evening, are you someone who could say similar words? Could you say to God this Christmas, I am your servant. May your will be done into my life. Uh, I think the fact that anyone can say words like this is, is proof that nothing is impossible with God. He can take us amidst our deepest struggles, our greatest joys, our most difficult years, and remind us again of his love for us. And sometimes he shows us he's trustworthy uh, through other people. Notice how the angel mentions to Mary that her relative Elizabeth is also going to have a child. See, sometimes God helps us to trust him as we see what he's doing in the lives of other people. Christians all over the world continue to be a living testimony. Uh, I, I think of a, a nine-year-old boy who was orphaned when his, his parents and, and two sisters were killed in a car crash. A boy who is now a man and, and faithfully following Jesus. Or a person who lost their job in, in unjust circumstances and keeps getting knocked back, but uses their spare time to, to serve God and his people in different ways. Or the middle-aged woman who's feeling particularly lonely as she faces her first Christmas uh, without her dear mother who recently passed away, but who doesn't give up on, on meeting with other people, meeting with other Christians, because she knows she needs to be reminded of the difference that Jesus coming into this world makes. Think of the, the testimonies of Christians everywhere who continue to walk with God through the lows and through the highs of life. Christians here in this room uh, who through their actions say, I am the Lord's servant. May your will be done in my life. If you're anything like me, it can be a, a, real, a real struggle to say those words at times, to, to really mean them. And perhaps that's something God will grow in us as we pay close attention to what he has done through his son and in the lives of those around us. I am your servant, your will, not mine. So Christmas is God showing us that we can say words like that. Absolutely we can. 
as we look to Jesus. God showing us the lasting peace and hope and joy that he would bring. Uh, the Christmas truce that I mentioned earlier in 1914. By Christmas morning, those men who had been in, in the trenches managed to see something of the, the bigger picture of life. And I pray that we would be able to do that amid whatever we have faced this year and whatever we'll continue to face uh, this Christmas and beyond. That we would trust God because of what he has done for us. Amen. Uh, we're going to have an item now. O holy night. I'm going to invite Ben and Amy up. Uh, and I encourage you to reflect on the words, and particularly reflect on the Lord Jesus as they are sung. Uh, and then we're going to sing Joy to the World together. So enjoy the song. <laughs>